Five steps to turn your B2B blog into an SEO machine with Andrea Paternostro. InSearch SEO Podcast is brought to you by Rank Ranger, the all-in-one SEO platform that helps scale your business through data and analytics. Hey, it's David. Does your B2B blog bring you in a steady stream of organic traffic? I.e., is the content that you publish underpinned by a premeditated SEO strategy? That's what we're going to be discussing today with a man who's a professor of digital technology at SAE Institute Milan, an SEO trainer at Job Farm, and SEO and publisher at Milano Weekend. He's also SEO and webmaster at B2B software house Orion. A warm welcome to the Insert SEO podcast, Andreo Paternostro. Hello, everyone. It's good to be here, David. Good to have you here. Well, you can find Andrea over at milanoweekend.it. So, Andrea, is it still important for every B2B brand to have a blog? I could say depends. <laughs> As any CIO consultant would say, uh, I have some steps for a good content lifecycle management that could convince you that it's a good so- choice for your brand. Uh, I work in a B2B brand, a software house, which has very complex software product to sell. And uh, we struggle, of course, to do a, so- a lot of competitive intelligence and uh, to understand our market. So I would say that uh, it is important to do to build a strong brand. And the CIO could be an amplifier of it. But if you don't have a good brand, it would be very difficult to to do search engine marketing overall. Understood, okay. So you're essentially saying B2B blogs are very important. However, you absolutely need to get your brand right, first of all, before even thinking of having a blog? You couldn't uh, rely only on the corporate blog uh, for uh, your strategy uh, throughout all the steps, all the stages of the funnel marketing. But uh, if you are good at uh, managing the funnel in the first stage, the uh, attention, the consideration of the uh, potential client or customer, uh, then your salespeople will have qualified contact and the people attracted by quality content that maybe they love. They are willing to uh, download the white papers and other B2B uh, material that could be very useful to drive sales. Anything starts with the absorb phase, as I call it. I am a journalist. Uh, I have spent many years of the first part of my career in journalism. So I started how to conduct an interview. And the quality of the interview that you conduct with your internal or external customers is a great proof uh, uh, of an alignment with your business needs. If you know how to ask uh, your people, your top manager or your customer, uh, you know what to ask, then you uh, can uh, do a very good keyword research because you uh, you end off these interviews with a lot of uh, business aligned material. In your opinion, then, at what stage 
does a B2B blog fit into the customer acquisition funnel? Um, is it very early on? Is it the, the acquisition type from phase? Or is it later on when someone's heard of your brand, but you're warming them up in order to become a customer? The early one is very important. And uh, reminded that Google call uh, today the customer journey the messy middle. Uh, so between the stimulus, the people with uh, navigating uh, on the internet uh, at their laptop, and the sale, so people, salespeople making an offer and uh, driving a sale, there's uh, a lot of uh, effort that you have to do. There are a lot of stages. There may, maybe it could pass some months before people buy your product. So the early stage is fundamental because people get in touch with your brand uh, with quality content, for example, uh, an informative search intent today in a B2B is uh, uh, so important because uh, you answer to complex questions. And uh, also remember that uh, Google uh, has put a people also ask section in the modern results pages. People also ask means that we have to respond to precise questions. Okay, so you already touched upon your number one point of the five steps to turn your B2B blog into an SEO machine, and that was absorb. Can, can, can you give us a very brief summary of that absorb process again? Yeah, for example, there are some action items that you can use. Uh, we use as page review triggers. These triggers are selling priorities, for example, which is market-driven point, uh, or product vision. So if you have a good relationship with your board, your top management, you are aligned with their vision. Uh, this is a, a very important trigger of content review. Content review means that you modify existing content and you get uh, often a quick win rather than uh, creating a new content, which is uh, a bit harder effort. Uh, another, another point is customer journey analysis, because uh, uh, if you perform a good analysis of this at this stage, you know how to plan your content better. And uh, com competitor benchmarking, because uh, there are some quick wins that can give you a, a, a vision about what competitors are doing. Let, Let's think about site operator in Google, which is a very quick operator, but can let you know what has been indexed by the competitors just in some seconds. Understood. Okay, so it's absorbing the context of where your blog fits into the overall picture. And that includes your overall business strategy, what your executives are trying to achieve, what content that you have already, just to ensure that um, strategically the content that you intend to publish is as effective as possible. Yeah, you know that there are five content management actions on every content. We may choose to uh, write a new content, uh, edit the existing one, uh, put internal linking, external linking, or trying to drive a backlink to this content. This is my checklist when I need to choose an action about uh, editing or new, and uh, if editing, what I need to do. I need to add a paragraph because I performed better the keyword search. Maybe I talked with my boss, with the board, and uh, I 
now that uh, the product vision has changed because market changes rapidly and you add the features to your software product, for example. And uh, most of the times you don't need to write a new content to align the website to the business vision. You just need to add the paragraph if you have already a good structure and you can modify an existing page. Okay, well, th- those are some great additional steps in terms of um, how you can define the purpose of your content. But number two of your steps to actually turn your B2B blog into an SEO machine is plan. Planning means that you should prototype uh, faster. Uh, why prototype? Because uh, we, we need to um, absorb some uh, uh, good practice from the agile project management way of work. So you, you, you need to write less about uh, what you are doing and do, and do more, you know, the agile framework uh, as it works. Um, in the past, uh, tech people, uh, especially, but not only tech people, uh, brought uh, large manuals and a lot of pages about the product. Uh, now, for example, I gained a lot of insight by developing a side project like the resiling of the support website of my company, Irion, because uh, uh, redesigning the knowledge base, I transformed the old manuals, large manuals, uh, old style, legacy formats of documents into a fresh WordPress installation, a fresh website, which is quick and easy to uh, navigate uh, as a table of contents, uh, as uh, breadcrumbs, uh, as uh, a lot of things to drive the visit, uh, uh, to ease the life of the visitor. So this is everything you can do uh, to ease the life of your customers and uh, get them more satisfied through content and through a quicker content review aligned with your top management. So you mentioned WordPress there then. What are maybe one or two plugins that you are a big fan of that will really help to optimize the content that you're publishing? Yes, um, it, it depends on, on the project, but I have my stack, of course. And uh, stack analysis uh, is important today because uh, you need to save time. You, you need to, 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 to understand what competitors are using and save your time and build your uh, technology stack as fast as possible in order to concentrate on your project. Uh, for example, uh, I am quite a fan of easy table of contents because it uh, creates uh, fastly, quickly, and for free a summary of the content. And uh, if the content is uh, more than uh, uh, seven, eight hundred words, uh, it is necessary to drive uh, the attention of the, of the uh, person, the visitor, through a summary. Uh, summary is uh, very important and also have the, as the CIO benefit of being very understandable by Google, who knows the structure. For example, at Milano Weekend, we, they, we have a fix, uh, fixed content, uh, which uh, every Thursday we present the weekend coming in Milan, the events and the things to do. And uh, we always uh, uh, create a summary. Uh, Google uh, has a perfect uh, uh, knowledge of what we are doing, the timing when we are publishing the content, and in a keyword for a, um, a query, for example, like event in Milano, which is events in Milano, uh, every Thursday we jump 
uh, at the first places of the search engine results page, which is very, very uh, curious if you, if you think, because uh, uh, Google has learned how to change its uh, search results every week, uh, depending on uh, uh, this kind of recurring content that we publish and organize. So do you write your summaries in a certain format in order to encourage Google to feature a rich snippet? Uh, yeah, of course, headings too is the most important uh, um, optimization factor on page uh, relating to uh, the necessity to talk to users when uh, um, articles are long form. Uh, when articles are more than some hundred words in length, uh, you need to drive the attention of people because you can't uh, uh, imagine that people uh, will scroll everything. So you need the HTML anchors, which are given by a summary with internal links, and you need to write uh, uh, those titles very well. Uh, they should be catch, but it is better, of course, if uh, they contain some, some form of the query of the user. And number three of your steps is execute. Yeah. And that is my love for WordPress <laughs> uh, because uh, CMS, uh, you, you, you need to go vertical on uh, CMS. I have uh, gone vertical uh, in the last uh, 10 years on WordPress. Um, you need to strike, to strike, for example, the right balance between uh, quality of uh, visual resources and uh, size of the file. Uh, just to ensure a better page loading. Uh, there's a lot to do uh, in page optimization and a lot of, to do with the core web vitals. You know, uh, these new parameters by Google uh, are very important and you should avoid, uh, above all, uh, I think, uh, the layout shift that um, could happen uh, if you don't know how to optimize some, um, some part of the, of the page. Uh, so this is the most technical work. But for a good execution on the CMS, you need uh, a great team. And uh, for example, uh, my one at uh, Irion Marketing Team, uh, my colleagues, which are uh, creative people, uh, they studied uh, graphic and visual communication branding, but they are willing to learn how to use CMS. So WordPress is quite simple to use, but there is always something to learn. For example, how to learn a page builder, because uh, um, hardly ever you can uh, <laughs> write everything in HTML. Uh, mm. So uh, when uh, in a fast pace the content marketing team, you often need a page builder and you need, uh, therefore, to learn how to use it. And that takes us up to step four, which is reach. This is uh, very, very important. Uh, reach or distribution uh, or spread, uh, you may want to say. But uh, the important uh, thing is that uh, today a company, a corporation, has uh, so many digital channels to manage. So many. So how to strike a balance even here in this case? Uh, the CRM, for example, the CRM may help you a lot because uh, the customer relationship management software could give you um, a conditional navigation uh, uh, path, for example, 
depending on which kind of person is entering your website, which is a quite sophisticated um, form of automation if we think that uh, is, is sort of a new topic in the market, but it's gaining so much, uh, so much attention by marketers. Um, for example, you sent me a link of a previous recording here, uh, and the colleague said that automation was their Pareto Paykel. And <laughs> I've chosen the one, but I've been forced to. <laughs> and that takes us up to step number five, which is analyze and restart. My advice is to quantify your content lifecycle team effort, which means in order to speak with your top management, with your board, you need an internal sponsorship by managers about the budget in time and in resources for your marketing team, your content team. So how to gain the sponsorship? By letting them them know that you are quantifying, you are measuring how much time is worth a content for a better production. And the, 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 all the time of the, of the people involved in it is necessary to, to track because it is a good way to talk with your CIO or other stakeholders. Now, my second advice is don't report too much. Uh, instead, give insights. So uh, it is quite uh, unuseful today, I guess, uh, uh, writing too many long reports. Um, it is better to synthesize, summarize, and uh, trying to give insight and uh, visualize information. Uh, the traditional reporting uh, um, structure is maybe unfit for this gain, this so fast period that we are living in. Great. Um, love the advice there, because first of all, your second tip there, a lot of SEOs get um, passionate about so many different metrics, but of course, most of the company don't know what they're talking about and get turned off by that quickly. And But your first point about actually sharing certain metrics with people is important as well, because um, if you can share how many page views or how many people discovered someone's article. That'll get them hopefully excited about writing more articles in the future. So ju just share the right metrics and um, could be very effective for you. Let's um, move on though to the Pareto, the Pareto Pickle. So Pareto says that you can get 80% of your results from 20% of your efforts. So what's one SEO activity you would recommend that provides incredible results for modest levels of effort? I'd like to say my Pareto Pickle is competitive intelligence because uh, uh, we perform so many tasks on page and uh, we have uh, little time usually to see elsewhere. But uh, this is so important and there are some quick wins like uh, Google operators uh, to see pages indexed by the other websites or uh, tools which gave, for example, time machines, uh, which keyword uh, have uh, had a better ranking of the competitor or a lower ranking in a certain period. No? Let's say the last six months, my direct competitor, how performed, which has gone well or bad for, uh, for them. Um, also the MarTech stack analysis, uh, you should always perform uh, analysis on the stack that people use on their website, especially if they have a success. So you should uh, try to do 
performer reverse engineering on the w- what people use for their website. So for me, the analysis of competitors is uh, something which I uh, takes uh, a few hours uh, a week, but gives a lot, uh, so many insights. Great, yeah. And um, I guess giving more feedback to other people within your organization as well as to what your competitors are doing and hopefully giving them some tips as well. Not necessarily directly in relation to SEO, um, but your whole MarTech stack. If you can um, give an indication as to maybe what a competitor is using for perhaps some kind of chat tool online or or something else, then that's certainly keeping up with them and um, hopefully bettering them in the future. But I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole too much there. I'm just going to say, I've been your host, David Payne. You can find Andrea over at milanoweekend.it. Andrea, thanks so much for being on the In Search SEO podcast. Thank you, David. It's been a pleasure. And thank you for listening. Check out all the previous episodes and sign up for a free trial of the Rank Ranger platform over at rankranger.com. <laughs>